All right, welcome back. Three Men Weave, co-host Zenzo Bacucci, Kevin Sweeney, and a special guest on this week, Andrew Root, most uh, tenured member of the Sports Analytics Podcast out of all of us. Andrew, how are we doing today? I'm doing all right. <clears throat> Just excited to talk some football for a change, not baseball. <laughs> love that, love that. All right, special episode of Three Men Weave. We've got the mid-season award show. I'll start it off. You know, a little mid-season, they got the awards, got superlatives. My award for this this week, we got most likely to lose you your fantasy football league nominations. Devontae Adams, an absolute brutal stretch he's had as of late. B. John Robinson, his coach, <clears throat> yeah, doesn't know how to use him. And Damian Pierce, just been terrible all year. Got uh, him on my list. Didn't you draft him? <sighs> well, I actually got a quote on that, actually, during our draft. Trust, he was uh, really good last year. <laughs> he was. He was. He clearly has not been good this year. And for me, I think this winner, I've got to go with Devontae Adams of the Raiders. I feel like as most likely to use or lose your fantasy football league, I think Bijan, Martha Smith has got to come to his senses eventually. And Damian, he, I don't think he's drafted enough to really lose your league. Yeah. Uh, he might lose me my league, but... I think Devontae Adams, probably a first-round pick. He's got Aiden O'Connell throwing the ball now. Was he a first-round pick? Yeah, probably first. Maybe okay. he was first, too. Yeah, first, first two, definitely, picks. for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, first two rounds. Yeah, and I think if he starts putting up dud after dud on this brutal Raiders team, I think he could really lose you, your fantasy football team. Yeah. Got Devontae Adams, most likely to lose you your league. See, that's interesting because I was going to go with um, Bijan, but I, I thought that's where you were going. So I went with Damian Pierce, but... Ooh. I mean, there, there's it's obviously – I mean, it is fair for there's both no sides. I would have gone with Bijan if I didn't think you were just mm. because I feel like he was drafted, like, first round. Yeah. And, like – I mean, he was awesome in the first couple of weeks of the season. Maybe not awesome, but, you know, 20 really points, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah. whatever it is. But I went with Damian Pierce because he averages eight points <laughs> per game. He's got 109 carries for 327 yards and just one touchdown, nine receptions, 84, 84 yards, and zero touchdowns in the air. That He's quote, bringing it up, I wrote it down. Trust, he was so good last year. He's definitely not good this year. Uh, his <laughs> snap share, interestingly enough, his snap share is down 15% from 63.8 to 48.3. So, I mean, we all know he's in a committee. And then he only has 20 red zone touches this year. So he's not, you know, he's not getting on the goal line. I mean, I'm just bashing him at this point, but I might as well finish. He deserves it. Uh, He's got no PPR upside, as we were talking about with his uh, receptions, and he gets 5.5% of the target share when he is thrown to. So it's just, it's really tough. Hurts me. Hurts me inside. All right. Um, we'll move on to my, like, midseason award. I'm going to say biggest sleeper of the year. Uh, my nominations were Russell Wilson, big mm. bounce back from last year. He's been having a pretty good season. Amari Cooper, quiet season in the Browns offense, put up some sure. big games. Um, and Dalton Schultz. Um, ultimately, I'm gonna. Ultimately, though, I'm gonna go with Dalton Schultz. Mm. I mean, he started up the year pretty slow. Did not score more than five points, and I don't think his first three games. Um, but since then, he sped that up. He scored 13 plus in four of his last five games. Um, the, some of those last few games, he said 19 and a half, 16, um, and last week 29. Mm. I was very happy to have that 29. Um, unfortunately, lost though. Um, but he was drafted as the number 12 overall tight end. 
uh, but he's kind of spurted into a top 10 tight end this season. Definitely. Um, and, I mean, like, people, like, no one's really talking about him, too. Like, you see yeah. everyone talking about, like, Dalton Kincaid, you know, some other guys, like, around the league, Hawkinson, Sam Laporta, and, like, this is a guy that's just not yeah. getting as much attention, and I think he should be getting as much attention as some of those guys, like that's Laporta. Or, uh, top five tight end right now, as of, as of late. Last yeah, he might be close. He's, he's been he's, I mean, he's a good tight end. He was, he was good, good on Dallas. Yeah, yeah exactly. Took him a few weeks yeah. to get kind of – Kind of brought into that system. Yeah, Stroud developing. Sure. Exactly. Dangerous. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Stroud's yeah. gonna have all those weapons for the oh, future. Yeah. It's gonna be Crazy. It's gonna be dangerous. Yeah. All right, and moving on to my midseason award, I'm trying to take a diff- a little bit of a different approach. I'm doing worst organization. <laughs> I think it's undoubtedly the New York Jets, and I, I got <laughs> yeah, a couple reasons. Makes sense. So. Let, let's just start off with what's going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. He comes back. It, will he come back even if they're out of contention? Will he come back <laughs> no, to prove no, a point not. to look like this guy that he's like stone cold, I can come back from anything? Mm. And secondly, Zach Wilson, although I personally would, I, I would love to see Zach succeed. I just want to say that I do not hate Zach Wilson. Mm. At what point do they move on to Trevor Simeon? Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you said before the podcast started, Josh Dobbs was traded for within hours. Hours, literally. Crazy. The New York Jets have more than enough capital to have oh, yeah. made a move mm, and s- still chose not to, but they're riding with Zach Wilson. They have Trevor Simeon. They owe it to this defense yeah. to make mm-hmm. a move. I think throwing out Zach Wilson there every day is disrespectful to everybody on that defense and everyone on that offense as well. Yeah. So, to your point, too, like I, I see what you mean with Zach Wilson just because like I feel like the Patriots are in a bit of a similar situation. I mean, both teams have... I'm not going to say awful quarterbacks, but they're not getting the job done. Not at all, and yeah. like you just dra- same draft class, right? Yep. Same draft class. Yeah. Yep. So you can't like just totally abandon them because you mm. you spent a first round pick on them. But yeah, yeah I totally um, I totally get where you're coming from from there. Yeah. And I feel I like there's capable quarterbacks that could have been on the block. Yes. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yes. No, definitely. Yeah. Like I mean, Josh Winston, Dobbs. Winston's chilling. Dobbs. I love player. Dobbs. I love Dobbs. As I know, it, I mean, he's he's such, just such a great story. I mean. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like the fact that the Vikings traded for one so quickly and the fact that the Rams got Wentz after yeah. a week of Brett Rippey in yeah. season once and they know, uh, I just think it's pride and ego of the Jets. They just yeah. want to think that their draft pick was good, and it's not, it's not yeah. at all. And I'll, and I'll just add one more thing. In a presser today, Robert Sala asked about Zach Wilson's future at the quarterback position. He said he will plead the fifth. So with, such with, a clown. with knowing that, that just shows you everything. With knowing oh, that, yeah. what is going on in the Jets organization? Is it yeah, being run by upstairs? Does Robert Sala really see something in it? Because yeah. I think if you ask the receivers, I, oh, I think it, I think oh, it's Jesus. Poor Garrett Wilson. The defense has to be nearly perfect if they want the offense or if they want any chance of winning yeah, a game. Yeah, and yeah. I think giving up what do they give up? Seventeen points. Yeah, to give up so. 17 points and still lose on a primetime game. Yeah, it's yeah. tough. When you're four and three in a wide open AFC, mm-hmm. right. you have a chance to go five and three. Crazy. Yeah, they should. They could have won that game. Yeah. Oh my god! Could have gained back on the Bills. That, that yeah, was, was crazy. that was the that was their opportunity, and now they're going to play catch up for the rest of the year, and we'll 100%. see we'll see what's happening. 100%. All right, wrapping up this segment. Uh, I know I was talking a little about about uh, league losers. I actually got one more little mid season award. This is my very own uh, love hate relationship with uh, Tua. To a T. Um, so, I, I mean, I have him. I'm a, to a proud Tua owner this year. I love him. Um, even when he doesn't perform, I still ride for him. He's my guy. But, I mean, that love-hate relationship I'm talking about, he's got a loaded offense. And against bad teams, he goes off. Usually he's going for 20-plus. I think there's only once where he didn't go. I think it – I can't remember what team it was now. But it was like it was still around, like, 17. So he, he wasn't going to lose you your week. Um and it just makes me think, like, when he's facing good teams, he's getting less than 12. 
he hasn't gone over 14 points against the Bills, the Eagles, and KC, but against the Chargers, Denver, Carolina, and the second game against the Pats, he was over 20. And, I mean, the only solid defense in there for me is New England. And, I mean, he got, like, I think 12 or 13 points against New England the first time. So it's kind of tough to play him. Because you know, like, if you're playing a good team, you're like, oh, God, like, here we go. 12 points, and I just, I can't, like, it just sucks because he is so good. And you'd think, like, you know, they have so many weapons that they'd just be able to torch every week. But I looked a little more into this, and they're first in yards per rush with 5.9. They're second in yards or rush yards per game with 147.9. And they're first in rush TDs point or per game, mm. which is one point nine. It just, I don't, I don't really think about that. Like mm. the Dolphins is a running team, but clearly, clearly I mean, they yeah, are. But that, that's that's an inflated stat. I feel like from the Broncos game, though. I think they rush for yes. five TDs for eh. three hundred yards. It could be inflated. They, but still, without that, I think even though it's yeah, a normal rushing rush game, team. I yep. think they would still be in top five. I also yeah. think still. I also want to say one thing. I think Tua is difficult to assess because that offense is so loaded. Yeah, where yeah. He, yeah. right. He that's does what I, not. He does not need to pass for 300 yards a game and a couple touchdowns without them winning so Mm -hmm. and it's the same thing just to segue one thing Lamar Jackson is the same thing they can win 37 to 3 and Lamar maybe he didn't even throw any touchdowns last game and after the game he's like I did my job and the thing is he's still going to be an MVP conversation the Ravens are still going to win whether he tosses for three or not Mm. I think just with Tua and Lamar it's getting weird in the middle of the season where teams are just going to run it because they're going up by so much so Mm. yeah yeah it's a good point Transitioning into some uh, start sits, I got a bit of a, a bit of a hotter start this week. You know, another one from more, more deeper leagues. That's more of the starts I've been throwing out there. I've got Khalil Herbert. Oh my oh, god! god. Let me let me explain. Our running it? back, thirty-two in points per game. He's coming up an injury. He's got a great matchup against Carolina. The bottom of the barrel for this one. This is worse than a Let me convince you. Let me convince you. Great matchup versus Carolina. They're I uh, think like four and a half point favorites. Fields is day-to-day. He might play. It's very possible. This offense is way different with Justin Fields. And I think if Fields plays, it's a lot better than it would be with Tyson Dajan. And against this terrible Panthers defense, I think him getting in the end zone is inevitable. I think Khalil Herbert, you know, if you're in a tough in a bind, you know, you got Pacheco on by, maybe you got Raheem on by. Khalil Herbert is oh, your God. start of the wow. week. And wait, can I just ask you, how many points do you think he's going to put up? I think 13 is reasonable. 13. Is that with, a wild with volume, with, with volume, or are you depending on a touchdown? Oh, I think definitely a little bit. You need a touchdown. But I mean, there's no shot he gets a running back. I mean, was like the Bears run offense. I feel like it's not good. I, I mean, coming off an injury, he's the RB1. He, he was doing coming, well. Coming I, off an injury is the key that's, thing. That's, I'm yeah. guaranteeing it. I'm guaranteeing 13 or more points. Wow, he's guaranteeing it. Kind of like I guaranteed a Kareem Hunt touchdown last week, and that happened, so. All, All right, right, Kev, let's hear uh, it. I will transition into my start of the week, T. Higgins. Ooh, um, I mean, I don't really think so. I mean, no, this I've, is a good start. I wrote this up earlier, but, like, I've since seen that, like, he may be questionable with sort of, like, a hamstring injury, mm. which is not really something you want to see. But, like, at the time when I was kind of going through this, like, Jamar Chase didn't practice today. No, he didn't. Um, he's, got, he's got, like, a lingering back yeah, thing, so too. Yeah, so Jamar Chase, I mean, like, That's everyone saw last start. year what T. Higgins did as a wide receiver one. I mean, if he, like, comes up into that wide receiver one position – um, for the Bengals, I mean, uh, especially after last week putting up 22, like, he's definitely able to step up. And, like, they're going up against the Texans this week, and, like, they've let up, like, I mean, like 15, 16 points to some guys like Flowers, mm. uh, Michael Pittman, Christian Kirk. 
Um, and, like, I feel like the Bengals' offense is just, like, rolling right now. Right. The way Burrow's been playing lately, um, I think as long as T. Higgins is playing, if Jamar Chase is out, too, mm-hmm. I think Jamar Chase is out, you can easily see 20-plus. Even if Jamar Chase is playing, I think he's still got, like, 15, 16-plus easily. And mm-hmm. that might even be without a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Right. So. All right, so going into my start, I don't know. You may not like this depending on what team you support. <laughs> But I think if you if you're in a pinch, I think you got to start Dak Prescott this week. Mm. So coming off the past, just going over the past four weeks or the week before the bye. So week six against the Chargers puts up 25. Then he has the bye week, and then 28 and another 28. And this week he's facing up the Giants. I mean, it's I'm not trying to say anything, but (laughs) I'm a Giants fan. I don't want to be too negative. I I seriously think that Dak will light up the Giants, and I think it'll get to the point where we can maybe even see like. He, he'll have at least, like, three touchdown passes. He might not even have to play the fourth quarter. Yeah, I, I could really see this being a blowout. Mm. And uh, even so, we're seeing he's also running a little bit more now. He had yeah. seven carries, followed by four, but then followed by six. In the beginning of the year, it was one, six, three, one, one. Mm. So he's he looks to be moving around a little bit better. I think this is Dak's peak. I think this might be one of the last weeks that within the next couple weeks will be yeah. where you can kind of start to sh- um, stray away from Dak, but... I think this is his peak. I think start him this week for sure if you want to win. Yeah, yeah. I, feel that. I, feel I like, like the, that. Uh, the decline of Tony Pollard has been yep. right in line with the increase yep. of Dak Prescott. They're mm. throwing yep. the ball constantly. And, and another thing, if you if you're in a if you need a flex or a low end uh, wide receiver too, I would go probably look for a Cowboys receiver or a Cowboys um, tight end because Ferguson. Yeah, going crazy. Ferguson yeah. is going Ferguson's off. Good. Yeah, I would because I think like you said the uh, downfall of Tony Pollard has just yeah. heightened the. Rise of Dak Prescott and that whole all those wide receivers. So, yeah, I like I definitely like that start. Um, getting into my start, uh, kind of like Dot. It's it's hot. Oh, we're it's going really on. it's oh, hot. I'm ready to hear this? It's not as hot as Khalil Herbert, but it's this is my. I just got a feeling about him. <laughs> I just got a feeling. But the last three games, Jahan Dotson. Oh, we're oh, back wow. to this. We're back to this. Oh. It's Jahan Dotson. <laughs> Last three games, he's seen an increased target share. He's going for eight targets, ten targets, then eight again. Mm. He's had a touchdown in each of his last two games. And opponents' pass yards, uh, they're playing Atlanta. So their opponents' pass yards per game is ranked number 20th. That's 232 yards per game. They give up a lot of pass yards. Um, We all know that Seattle's number one cornerback is going to be on Terry. Mm. So that's already in our favor. And like I said, I just got a feeling about him. I'm actually playing him against Dot. Dotson against Dot this weekend. So I like Dotson. Um, I mean, a lot of people were high on him in the very beginning of the year. And, I mean, we saw that just whatever reason he wasn't getting the looks. Maybe it was Hal, the new QB. I don't know. Maybe just Terry McLaurin. And and we kind of saw the emergence of um, Curtis Samuel and and I think Dotson's role. But Mm -hmm. over the last couple weeks, um, Dotson went for 16 last week and then 27 the week before. and. And those were against, I mean, Eagles have a uh, great defense and um, maybe not a great secondary, but they, mm. they still have a good defense. And uh, New England's defense, which is, you know, yeah. still, yeah. it's a pretty solid defense. So I think playing Seattle, especially not on the number one corner, I think mm. um, I think Dotson's going to have a pretty good game. Yeah, I feel that. A little, a little worried about him because Washington is, like, worried about playing against him because Washington's, yeah. like, throw rate is ridiculous. Right. Like, Powell yeah. throwing the ball, like, 40 times a game, yeah. easy. Which yeah. is just crazy to me. I don't know. It feels so random. The thing Washington is, Washington throws the ball yeah, forty times a game. Yeah. 
Yeah, yep. yeah, that is yeah, true. That's true. I just think that's the thing point. is with this offense, there's too many guys like Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, John Dotson. You got you know Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson. Like yeah. all these guys are just they're they're Gibson. like they're they're not like they're not amazing <laughs> players. I mean Terry, yeah. Terry McLaurin's a great wide receiver. Like B minus B. Yeah, exactly. So, that's yeah, what I'm saying. So any given day, one of them could just go Definitely. off. And that's, that's true. Like you said, any given day. I always said with Jahan Dotson, I was very high on him at the beginning of the year. But then I kind of like, you know, faded him a little bit as we saw him maybe not getting targets or something's up with Sam Howell now, though. He's mm. getting re- he's yeah. one of the most random gunslingers we've yeah. seen in the past couple <laughs> he of years. He loads it up. He does and load it up. I think just for Jahan Dotson, it was only a matter of time. I mean, if you even depending on how deep your league is, even nine points a game in week seven that you could start saying, like, maybe that's not even yeah. bad. So yeah, for, like, a deeper league, league 12. Because I'm, I'm speaking yeah. from a perspective of a 14-man league. Oh, yeah. This, yeah. <laughs> this week, I am dwindled. I mean, I just traded for Miles Sanders. Uh, oh. Jesus. I, I didn't even oh. want to talk about him for a, like, <laughs> oh. he doesn't even warrant a start or sit. I mean, Hurts. but I always thought Jahan Dotson, matter of time, and I think it's come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Feel that coming into our sits, and you know what? I'm taking a page out of Kevin's book. I'm trying to predict something that most likely won't happen. I'm taking Derek Henry as my sit for the week, and let's just get this out of the way. Realistically, if he's on your team, you're not, you're not actually sit. sitting Derek <laughs> yeah. Henry. Let's be real. But I feel like this is a signature Derek Henry game where you get so much volume and he goes nowhere with it. I yeah. can see a 20 carry for 60 yard game. Who are they playing? Okay. They're playing the Bucks. Okay. Number three rush, yeah, defense rush defense in the uh, number four best defense against running back this season. I <clears throat> I really think it's either going to be twenty rushes for sixty yards and a touchdown, or twenty rushes, sixty yards and no touchdown. It's a huge difference for your points, team. Right. Six or twelve. I really, obviously, no receiving upside with Derrick Henry. And I mean, the Bucks just got torched by Rashad White, but that was through the air. He got so many receptions last week. He wasn't really running the ball. He's running the ball on the goal line, and I feel like if Derrick Henry gets on the goal line, then he's getting in. But if he doesn't, then I think he can maybe get 12 points, maybe 13. I think he's completely dependent on a touchdown this week. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. What, what, uh, was this made with an, uh, was this decision made with account that Will Levis is the quarterback? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Levis 100% going to be the quarterback. Yeah, but what, I mean... I don't know. I, I, you gotta start Henry, man. I mean, I mean, I know realistically you gotta start him, but I just think a dud week, a dud okay. week is coming. Well, that's fair. I, I mean, I've never liked Henry. I mean, our editor Max mm. feel better, feel better. He's, <laughs> He's a little Max sick right is. now, but um, he loves him. I think he drafted him. He did draft him with first his first round pick, which is, I mean, it's terrible. <laughs> but anyway, not not. Uh, not to uh, speak. Uh, no, no, first round. Oh. First round. Tenth overall pick. I just, I've never liked him. Like Dot said, I mean, especially in a PPR league, he's not like he's an insane real life back, and mm. especially a couple years ago. I mean, he's he crazy talent, crazy size, but I, I, I'm buying what you're selling this week. I don't like him. Yeah, I feel that. All right, uh, I guess I'll go into my sit for the week. Um, Obviously, been pretty hot with these sits for the past few weeks. So. Can he keep it going? Let's three straight. Three, the crystal ball. Straight. Kev's Let's crystal ball. Let's go over ball. Kev's sits. He goes Austin Eckler three weeks ago, gets 10 points. Then he goes Devontae Adams, gets two points. And then Kenneth Walker gets two points. Unbelievable. He knows something we don't. I, I, Sweeney, I, I, I just know. He's back. <laughs> Who is he fading this week? You don't want to be in your fantasy team. Yeah, well, he's on your fantasy oh. team. He's <laughs> David Montgomery. Oh, oh. I mean, similar reason that I said to Sid Eckler a few weeks ago. I mean, again, when he came back, I mean, Monty's coming off an injury this week. Yes. Right? I mean, did Jameer Gibbs just not have two of the biggest games of his career? Two or, of the best games two, of his yeah, career, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, obviously still a rookie, but, like, those are, like, still two pretty oh, big and games. And he exploded on the 27.6 and then 31.9, like, 
Yeah. I mean, especially coming off an injury, you just can't expect him to get that much of a high volume share. Like, I think he's way too dependent on a touchdown this week to score more than 10. Um, and the Chargers also. What do you mean? What? <laughs> I don't know what you're like. You just have some weird me. thing with Monty. It hurts me. Monty's my guy. I, just, I mean, the Chargers, they have an underrated run defense, too. They like, do. They allow less than 90 rushing yards per game. And I mean, like, if he's starting to, like, become more of a committee and he's getting faced into the RB2, like, you got to sit him this week. Kev, can I uh, employ you with a question of last time Monty was injured? Play the Packers. What happened in that game? I don't know. 36 fantasy points. Yeah, how many touchdowns did he score? Three. Yeah. <laughs> he's not doing that again. Exactly. Hey, Monty's my guy. I think Jameer gets his RB1 going forward, though. Yeah, That's I like fair. I like that sit. I mean, maybe Monty will be good in a couple of weeks, but I don't, I don't I like, like him this week. I like that. Right. Uh, I guess getting on to my sit for the week, it's it's kind of one coming in from a deep <laughs> a, a deep league perspective. Mm. I'm sitting Gus Edwards. Ooh, like so that. he had two it's touchdowns high. last game. Yeah. Had his best week. Had his best game of the year. He's put up 17. But if you look, five carries. So what? In, yeah, no way. Yeah. What? Five carries, fifty-two yards, two touchdowns. Wow! No, no receptions. That guy, Keaton Mitchell. <laughs> yeah, yep. yeah. So that's what I was gonna say. Oh no God. receptions. He's getting little to no volume, but he does seem to be getting the red zone work. Mm. But I think that going forward, they just saw a lot in Keaton Mitchell. And yeah. let's talk about it. Keaton Mitchell only nine carries, but he put up one hundred thirty-five, uh, one hundred thirty-eight yards. Yeah. So I think just within the committee, and then you always have Lamar Jackson, who's yeah, a exactly. threat to run it in. I yeah. think that it's very tempting to see. On your waivers, hey, two touchdowns. Mm. You know, maybe let's give this a chance against a Cleveland defense. That's good. So, but personally, I would have to say, if you're contemplating Gus Edwards, I would sh- stray far away. Mm. And if I was to have to start anyone on the Ravens, in- excluding Lamar, I would probably go with Keaton Mitchell just because he's the hot hand coming off the best game of his right. uh, young career. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I like that. And I think I think um, Gus Edwards is kind of similar mm-hmm. to. Monty, he just yeah. you know he's gonna get the goal line opportunity and he's gonna like bulldoze his way in. But you know, that's fair. And I feel like the, those like the last couple games, the Ravens have like the blowout against the Lions, yeah. then the Cardinals, yeah. then the blowout against the Seattle. Right. Like those, I feel like those aren't even like how do you take those into yeah. account? Those aren't football games. No, those are just run the ball, run the ball, exactly. run the ball. Exactly. And, and I don't I think like it's just game script. Game script. But like, I, will, I mean, five even. carries. You know, like five the thing about crazy. Gus Edwards, I had no clue. Five yeah, me That's a great stat. Crazy. The good or the thing that you do know about Gus Edwards from that though is that he is like the goal line back. So every time they're down there, you know they're going to hand it off to him. But Mm -hmm. to Andrew's point, I don't know if that's enough for uh, enough of a reason to start him this week. And it's he has not seen five carries or anywhere close to that low of a number all year, except for Week One where he had eight carries. But that was Week One; they were Mm -hmm. trying things out with the committee still early, which they still won the game. So, Mm -hmm. but I mean, it goes. He has 19 carries the week before that, 14, then 16, then 12. What happened this week? Why only five? Especially, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, he might be getting goal line work, but he's ridiculously touchdown dependent. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. That's never a good sign, so Not that's my sit. So another running back on the sit list this week. This is my sit. James Conner. She's coming after my team. This is brutal. <laughs> it's, a it's a really brutal. good sit. Um, I think it's a good sit. Uh, this is his first week back from injury, um, kind of like Monty. Uh, I'm sure he'll be on some type of snap count. Um Usually running backs are. Um, and if Kyler comes back this week, I think there's some whispers about that. Is he – I don't know. Yes, they were talking I, about I that. I believe he is. I think he is definitely coming back possible. this week. Yeah. It is definitely a possibility. And if he does come back, I think that offense is going to be really dysfunctional. I do not think they're going to have a good game. Really? I'm not surprised. I don't – I mean, look. I'm not Kyler, expecting to say dys- it's dysfunctional. 
with I, Kyler. I've heard so back. much positive things, but I, I, I like the take. I, I, I just don't, think, I don't think he'll be that good. For I think like he's gonna come back. I mean, he's a good quarterback, but the, I mean, was he good in the beginning of the season last year before he got hurt? I don't. I think he was kind of mid. Fine, yeah. yeah. So I don't. I don't know. I think they're gonna try some stuff. I mean, Kyler Murray could throw a couple picks. I think they get away from the run game. Maybe not because it's James Conner's fault. Also, again, they're playing Atlanta. Um, allows 3.8 yards per game. Uh, that's the 11th best. Mm. Um, so that's why I don't like James Conner. He is touchdown dependent too, I think. Um, he doesn't get a lot of PPR points. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm saying sit James Conner this week. That's fair. Yep. That's fair. I like that. All right, gentlemen. Going back, the main event of the evening, it's Dots Locks. Welcome hey! back. Coming off. Four and one week again. Another Gentlemen, we are up week. seven units wow. on the year. 23, 16, and one. And we're just getting started. We're, we're just getting started. We're just, the train is on the tracks. It's just keep going. Hop on. Rest of the year, we're going five and oh. We're starting off this week with a bit of a hot one. You know, we're fading. Everyone's favorite one? team. I would say one? it's pretty gross. Well, it's the gross you one, know, all right. My thoughts locks that. were built on the picks that no one else wants to make, but I will. We started off Browns plus six in Baltimore versus the Ravens. Wow. Let me convince you. We're back to fading the team of the week. You know, we started off the year I, a couple podcasts ago, maybe two or three. I mentioned a few times the team of the week from the previous week is always humbled the next week. And I think it just continues. You know, the Ravens, I, I use this for the Ravens against the Cardinals. They killed the Lions and then barely beat the Cardinals. They Cardinals covered plus eight and a half. And I think this is a division game in the AFC North. And for me, the AFC North, I throw all betting logic, nor not even betting logic, all just team logic out the window in this division because everyone beats everyone, even when the teams are terrible against everyone else. Mm. And last time these two played, the Ravens won 28-6. I think there's no way the Browns let that happen again. Deshaun is back, and as much as I hate Deshaun, I think he'll play a lot better in this game. And a stat that stood out to me, road divisional dogs since 2010 Fifty-seven percent against the spread. I think the Browns come in here. I think winning outright is not out of the possibility, and I think covering plus six is free. I think it, the most likely outcome is a Justin Tucker field goal to end the game. I think mm. that's what's going to happen. Next pick, we've got another not gross one, I'd say, but we're 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 buying low, we're selling high. I've got Seattle minus six versus Washington. We got Washington coming off great winning against the Patriots. We got Seattle coming off absolute drudging by the Ravens, just got killed. Yeah. And it's a lot of points. It's a minus six for teams that are going opposite directions, and I realize that. This game is in Seattle, though. The Seahawks are still a very good football team. They are elite. I feel even though they lost, them and the 49ers are still in deep contention for the NFC West uh, number one slot, which is huge in the NFC playoff picture. I still trust Geno. I don't trust Howell that much. And one of the reasons I don't love Dotson, Howell throws the ball, but that Seahawks secondary is elite. Witherspoon, Tariq Woolen, great Brown. corners. I think the Seahawks make a statement, let everyone know they are still an elite team in the NFL. And I think minus six, I think they win by 14. I think uh, an outline minus nine and a half is a great bet. I think you get enough value on it got the seahawks versus washington and the last one this one might be even grosser than the browns plus six i'm going with andrew's worst organization of the season i'm going with the jets minus one in las vegas it's disgusting it it's gross and my main reasoning is here so interim head coaches in their first game 
are 16 and 11 against the spread. That's like, you know, a common stat. You always bet the coach's first game because the team's full of energy. You know, everyone wants to win. They hate the yeah. previous organization. And I mean, I feel like, I don't know if it was, I think when Max Crosby was always talking about Josh McDaniels and how yeah. garbage he was and everyone loves to play. I, forget, I think it's Antonio Pierce is the Raiders' new coach. Yes. And yeah. they love him. And I think that always works in the first game. But the second game, not so much. We saw it last year. The Colts, Jeff Saturday, just a joke of a coach, <laughs> won his first game. Yeah. Incredibly. Yes. Next game, lose to the Eagles. And I think this team was really pumped last week, and it's going to come right back to bite them. And I think it doesn't even have to be a Zach Wilson masterclass. The Raiders are 31st in the NFL in rush defense. I think this is a Brees Hall statement game. I think 200 yards is not out of the question. Wow. I think they just give it to him. 25 times because Zach Wilson is terrible and give it to Brees let him run give him so many carries Raiders are terrible against the run and I think this is a Jets I think the seven point win six point win I think minus one is not the right line got Jets minus one in Las Vegas can I ask you a question about that what about the complete new culture though in Las Vegas especially at home that's fair I mean mean, that is fair I think I think Pierce has definitely brought a new culture but I just feel like the the upswing of the just killing the Giants so you and think, then downswing okay. from being the Giants. I was like the Giants. Yeah. The Giants not are the Giants not so the worst team in the NFL right now. They are. So you think the Raiders will just get humbled? I do think so. I think. I mean, the Jets are not okay. exactly ones doing much humbling. Okay. I feel like they are not very good, but I, I think. think yeah. Yeah, I think. I think it's the gross pick for a reason. It's we disgusting. Have, I, it's fun. Okay. No, no one else is gonna bet it. We will. <laughs> Road, road, uh, road favorites, especially the Jets being road favorites. Don't love it, but you know yeah. what? We, we, we bet we have to. And in, in a 50 50 game, I feel like Jets defense comes through. Yeah, I okay. like that take. Uh, all right, let's, uh, all right, let's do this. We have to hit one. The and pod, it wasn't me last week. It wasn't me. Play. It was me. We're looking at Kev. Fuck the Giants. We had, we had Paul Kareem Hunt touchdown. <laughs> we had Kareem Hunt touchdown. That hit. We had Eagles minus three. That hit, Smacked. and then we had Giants money line, <laughs> and they got from Kev. Worched. Oh my God, twenty-seven to six. Was that the final score? It was I think it was thirty to six. It, it might have been. been. You know what? We come back. The pod lay sitting at I believe zero and seven. We make it. I one. mean, this is the eighth pod. There's we, been seven lays before this, we make so it's it definitely one and seven. seven this week. Zo, start me off. What All do right. we have? The first leg. All right, let's hear it. I was hot with the player props last week. You Kareem, were. Hunt, Ooh, Kareem well, Hunt like TD. I got this. another one. This is gross. You're not gonna like oh, it. Oh God! But here we go. Every week since this wide receiver uh, has gone under his receiving lines. Oh God! Every, every single week? every week he hits the over. Okay. So alternating, right? So he went under <laughs> last week terrible game guess who it is it's my guy jamar chase oh Jesus. yeah yeah i think right now his line's <laughs> at so uh, gross his right line right now is at like 84 and a half oh god um but this Just is because injury. it's against they're playing um houston houston right mm-hmm. it's a terrible defense um look it's a terrible pick but again <laughs> Was so Kareem bad, Hunt such a good. great pick i don't know i don't know some would have said it's a bad pick you know it's it's <sighs> We're Green doing one. it. Lock it in, baby, because well, Jamar Chase in. is going over. Wow. Jeez. All right, Andrew, let's go. Second leg. Let's keep it going. The pod lay. Okay. Let's hear it. So I'm going to keep it simple. Um, not a big better, but I do want to just ride out my start. So I'm going to go mm. Dak over 242.5 mm. pass yards. Like I think that. I think it's just like 
I want to go all in here. So I want to say that it. if I want my start to correlate, because I either mm-hmm. want to be all right or all wrong, mm-hmm. and I'll bad. take the blame if it's wrong. <laughs> I, I just really think that Dak will have no trouble passing that. Mm-hmm. And even if he doesn't play the full game, I, I seriously think – and I was also looking at maybe Tommy DeVito. Oh, that <laughs> would over, be... Over 164. We would have a gross that, pick that pod. Been, <laughs> that Tommy that DeVito Tommy, would no. be one of them. Do I change it? No. No, 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 no. I don't hate it. All right, so I we mean, got check your mark. Downs, though. So no, many. no, you know what? No, Dak oh, Prescott over... No, oh, no, no. Dak I was Prescott not going to... Thank God. We're going with Dak Prescott over on passing yards. I oh, think that. I, I want to be all in here on Dak. simple. I like it. I like that. All right, Kev. Let's right. hear it. You know, coming back, tough fade worry, last week. We need it. We need it. Jags plus three. I love that. I like. The I love that playing. so much. I don't know, like the Nor- the Niners look shaky. I mean, both teams cut off yep. buys. The Brock Purdy fade never ends. I, don't I love know. I think that. The Jags are just like they're hot right now. I, obviously, they had a buy might stop some of their momentum, but like mm. I think they're still a good team. Like mm-hmm. obviously, great team. still a great team. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why you wouldn't. Plus, they're getting three points. I mean, yeah. I think they could. They could probably win out. The magic number. Yes, I feel that. Chase Young, though. True. Yeah. Coming in first game, that defense nice. might look a little bit even better. But yeah. mm. I, I still like it. That's fair. I like the pick. All right, to tuck us in. To, to tuck us in, In our first pod lay, I'm going with the opposite of what I'm saying. I'm going with probably the most square pick I've said on the entire podcast, not going to lie. It's the Lions minus three versus the Chargers. This line opened at minus one and a half. I talked to Enzo about it. I was like, Enzo, do you see this line? Minus one and a half? This is like... One of the worst lines Such, I've seen. Yeah, it's terrible. And I knew I personally hopped on in already. And if you read Life at Fairfield Sports Analytics page, you will see <laughs> rest of Dots Locks. I very good chance this game enters that. And you know what? I'm pretty just I, I think the Lions are a fantastic team. I disagree with these two. I think Monty runs all over oh, the Chargers. What, uh, gets multiple fantasy team homer. Gets multiple touchdowns. Oh stop. And I think the Lions <laughs> the yeah. Lions win this game by fourteen points or more. Get the Lions minus three. Uh, Podlay, let's go over. We got Jamar Chase over yards. We got Dak over yards. We got the Jags plus three and the Lions minus three. Coming in at probably around plus a thousand. Yeah, on these it's gonna be Some hot. of these lines are not out yet. But you know what? I think it's gonna I, hit. Look, this is the worst I've ever felt about a Podlay, so maybe that'll that's tell you best. something. That's, that's the best. What, so what, you know would, it's gonna hit. Would Tommy DeVito have changed your mind? Oh, Tommy DeVito. <laughs> you can't try. Oh, Tommy <laughs> yeah, DeVito. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to. So his line might be under two hundred yards. It's one hundred sixty-four. One sixty-four. Oh my god. No, I don't like that. It's just too. It's weird. just funny, man. So yeah. funny. I mean, how awesome would that be? Tommy that would be DeVito. awesome. I mean, all right, from from our end. That's everything. That's everything we got. Off. Thanks for watching. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. As always, if you're enjoying it, please don't hesitate to reach out to us on the Instagram or YouTube. Um, we do appreciate all your feedback. And um, thanks to Andrew Root for joining yeah, us for this week. On. Thank you for having me. This yeah, was awesome. it was awesome. And uh, we will see you next weekend or next week on Wednesday, not the weekend. All right. See you. See ya. See ya. Peace.